Once a week, we argue that old chestnut, which is better, X or Y? Also, the Chestnut Appreciation Podcast. I am your host, Tyler, the Phil Octane Knox of this podcast. I'm your co-host, Douglas Duck Zanaka of this podcast. Oh, I didn't even say my name. Jordan. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm Kevin. I'm also a host and the Lyle the Collector Owens of this podcast. Now, coming off the Super Bowl, the Ravens went ahead and brought one home for Baltimore, which, to be fair, is the worst. No, no, no. Think about it. Because, like, the 49ers, their city is, like, at least kind of cool. If anything, the people of uh, San Francisco are like, oh, we have a sports team and it's in, in the sports bowl. That's that's cool, I guess. Whereas Baltimore, you know that's all they have to latch on to. Yeah, I mean, have like, you, oh, have my you gosh. seen The Wire? Thank goodness we made it. Thank Baltimore, goodness we, we have a reason to live another day. Baltimore has an HBO show dedicated to how crappy the city is. <laughs> yeah, it's actually it's called The Wire because it's actually just a wireframe city. Uh, it's made entirely with um, pinata stuff, whatever that's called. I think it's candy. called pinata stuff. Candy. Yeah, pinata stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's made entirely out of candy and wire. Uh, the homeless population is huge down there because they just keep gnawing away at the buildings, a la Hansel and Gretel in that witch's house. Uh, I love that movie. It's so yeah, good with number Hawkeye. one movie in America. Hansel and Gretel. Is it really? This time it's personal. <laughs> I saw that, I saw that on a commercial somewhere. I'm not sure if it's true or not. Uh, what did you guys do for the the Super Bowl? Oh, can we can we jump back to Hansel and Gretel quick? Uh, <laughs> oh, I yeah. visited Kevin. Uh, was that last weekend? Two weekends ago. Two weekends ago. Yeah. Uh, and Without in, me. In the tunnel under. Uh, to be fair, is... you weren't invited. <laughs> to be fair, yeah, you don't have any money. Yeah. So in the tunnel under Forty uh, Second Street, connecting uh, what is it, the Port Authority to Port Authority and Times Square, and Times Square. Yeah, uh, there was it was just this tunnel. It's like it's a fairly long tunnel. It's like a quarter of a mile or something like that. It seems like it's like what one or two, three city blocks. Yeah, and there was one ad just repeated. <laughs> like 40 times it was all hansel and gretel witch hunters it was yeah it was the exact same picture too it wasn't even like different pictures oh because that would have been really cool to like have it was like a flip book as the subway goes past i think the marketing idea the marketing idea was to just break your spirit so like at first you're like oh okay hansel and gretel you're like oh gosh why won't it stop and they're like please i will go see this film just stop the ads give me anything else to stimulate my brain uh speaking of ads that actually stimulate your brain um or not how did you guys celebrate the super bowl um deliciously yeah what'd you eat you have some uh, of those some cheddar, of those hot wings cheddar dogs and and buffalo chicken dip Very america nice. i had like no less than three different buffalo chicken dips in addition to like all kinds of other junk going on there was a lot of food Oh, and Pab's Blue Ribbon. We also had that. Boo. Classy. Oh, it's so good. Uh, I went to a house and played with a dog and <laughs> drank adult chocolate milk, which kind of tasted like Robitussin, but it was it was good if you cut it with actual milk. And also um, ate about five plates of nachos because 
uh, about five people who were supposed to come to the show, and there was a lot of extra food. So overall, I'd say a successful Super Bowl. Yeah, really. You, you nailed it. I hope all of you are out there, uh, you know, just just reminiscing and that you had a great time during the bowl, even though there were there were not really any very good ads and it was delayed by 45 minutes, which is actually liked, my favorite part of the bowl because you I know everybody that... was just making out on the dark side. <laughs> I liked that um, that Volkswagen commercial. I know everybody said it was racist, but I disagreed. <laughs> the Jamaican one. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty awful. So I, really, like, <laughs> as you probably gathered. So you can't, you can't, like, you can't ever say that anybody sounds like anything. Like, yep. hey, one guy sounds like that. So as that's someone, what we're referencing. As someone who enjoys football and the NFL draft, I really enjoyed the Leon Sandcastle uh, commercial, but that was probably just me. I enjoyed that. That was fun. Even I, I really like that John, guy is. I really liked switching to the Puppy Bowl during most of the commercial breaks. What? Because they had hedgehog cheerleaders. Oh, who won? No, who won the puppy bowl, though? Um, it was Sandra, the, the littlest dog that could. Wait, it's, it's just one person that wins? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was the MVP. It's not even a team? They all win because they get adopted into happy families. So as you probably gathered, this is Ninjas vs. Podcast, a podcast where once a week we answer questions submitted by you, the listener. Would you rather and versus questions... And we hash them out here on the show. And so without further ado, let's go ahead and get started. Our first question comes to us from Geodude Lawton, who wants to know, which is better, coral reefs or rainforests? Go. Which is the superior environment? Well, which do you like more, Finding Nemo or Up? Uh, well, Finding Nemo is kind of terrifying. It is. I mean, right off the bat, your mom dies, and yeah. uh, you get torn away from your dad, and you're all alone. Although you up get stuck is... in a creepy dentist's office. <laughs> Although up is also pretty darn sad. Um, I remember one of my one of my favorite Jordan comedy moments was when we went to the wedding of uh, Man of the Year Jordan Bennis. And he and his his lovely bride are descending the stairs into the reception. And the theme from Up is playing because it's a movie that they saw together and had wonderful significance and meaning to their love. And Jordan leans over to me and says, doesn't the wife die right after this song? (laughs) Ah, that's that's accurate. (laughs) So with advantage coral reef if you're living by the coral reef you're probably either living one in a bubble sphere like sea lab which is going to be pretty sweet because you're going to you know be able to go and scuba and check out all the pretty colors and wonderful animals hang out with stormy and stormy uh, the other other ones (laughs) uh hesh Hesh. Uh, (laughs) um the captain Advantage rainforest. If you're living in the rainforest, you probably have a Swiss Family Robinson style treehouse, which would be pretty Ooh. darn cool. Duh, monkey butler. You can't have a monkey butler in the coral reef. That's true. Oh, in the coral reef, you, you probably, can. you probably, well, scuba monkey. Yeah, scuba monkeys. monkey is the best. Oh sea man, monkeys. a monkey with some tiny scuba gear. That's pretty awesome. But you don't get an ape named Ape. Mm, that's true. Oh, but you could get grape ape in there. Yeah, 
Grape Ape is firmly with the rainforest. If you're under, if you're at the coral reef, you get Jabberjaw. <laughs> oh gosh! Oh man! <laughs> he was like, oh, let's let's take Scooby Doo and Josie and the Pussycats and just mash them together. Let's let's have and an also, adventuring have... band that also has a big dumb kind of talking animal. Let's have the shark just be Curly from the Three Stooges. <laughs> Ooh. Who would you rather, where would you rather be stranded with the Harlem Globetrotters? The rainforest or the coral reef? Mm, okay. Um, rainforest, you know they're going to be, you know. Breathing? They're going to be running up the sides of trees and, you know, slam dunking into Venus fly traps and Ooh, yeah. swinging, swinging from vine to vine and then doing a couple flips and dunking into tree stumps and elephant trunks and all kinds of things that's going to be pretty cool until you know the entire ecosystem falls apart around you um but with the the coral reef you know that there's going to be no team that's going to be better for finding that sunken treasure like they're going to take you down to the the depths of the ocean and through a series of zany hijinks you're gonna find some pirates gold and maybe like maybe get chased by a ghost but maybe maybe some friendship because you learn a thing or two about the value of passing to your teammates. Yeah, but hold on. There's a huge disadvantage to the Coral Reef scenario in that uh, while you're hanging out with the Globetrotters underwater, because of the nature of the density of water, you won't be able to hear Sweet Georgia Brown playing while they're doing <laughs> things, which is really like Samson getting his hair chopped off. I don't know if yeah. they can... I don't know if they can do anything while Sweet Georgia Brown is not playing. Actually, yeah, how men. underwater, no one can hear you whistle. How creepy if anything, would it's it be? Just a little, little stream of bubbles. How creepy would it be to see the Harlem Globetrotters and and not have any music or anything? It's just like complete silence. They're just dunking and using ladders. And why? Real. Why is he? Why is he driving a forklift onto the? They're being the huge jerks to this. Uh, basketball team filled with incompetent white people. <laughs> hey, the generals also incontinent have some white black people. guys now. Uh, that's true. I mean, both both ecosystems are pretty wimpy, though. I mean, the trees of the rainforest they can they can't take care of themselves. I mean, you think there are so many of them that they learn to to band together at some point. And you know, fight off intruders, or at least that the, all the different thousands of species of ants would unionize. Uh, and with the coral reef, all it takes is like, uh oh, you know, I'm chilling in my houseboat, and I accidentally dump my cooking oil out the window instead of putting it into the pickle jar where we collect our <laughs> leftover oil. I guess, I guess the entire system is done sorry well that's just that's sorry. one more reason why you shouldn't have a houseboat uh, added, added to the CNM. thousands <laughs> i don't know houseboats are pretty sweet you can have no. like a slide going into the water plus advantage for coral reef if that houseboat suddenly sinks then within 10 years it will turn into a coral reef <laughs> yeah it can just it can coral reef just takes everything all the garbage and trash it's like okay i can work with this yeah i can, yeah. I can we'll grow make this, on this happen yeah, <laughs> but it'll grow. Some... It'll grow on me, or I'll. <laughs> but if grow you on remember, it. like, oh shoot, I had that that prized possession in my houseboat that sunk last year. I should go back for it, and it's been reclaimed by the ocean. You know, Matthew McConaughey is just gonna be chilling out in there, like 
you know, digging for coins and stuff. He can't get enough of them. And that's just Are you talking about, is this a reference to Lincoln Lawyer? Yeah, this is a reference to Lincoln Lawyer. Okay, that's what I thought. This um, is a reference to Lincoln is this a, Mutual. Is this a reference to Sahara? <laughs> yes. <laughs> is this a reference to Reign of Fire? Yes. Uh, out the heart, dim, dim, dim down the coral reef. reef. All right. Well, yeah. Advantage coral reef. Uh, if we find ourselves in a rain of fire scenario, uh, hiding in the coral reef uh, probably gives you a good chance of survival. Whereas the rainforest is going to be burnt to ash within weeks. So well, yeah. And I'll tell you one big old advantage for the coral reef is that there aren't as many annoying people trying to save it and t- telling you how guilty you should feel about not saving it. Like. You know, with the rainforest, it's all save the rainforest and you're a jerk and stop doing, you know, stop using your aerosol can and just spraying it into the air needlessly. And the the, the Lorax is always talking about speaking for the trees and stuff. He's always like, speaking for the trees. You know what? Just just leave me alone. You know, the Danny DeVito, is can like, I have one day where you don't, you know, horn your way into my, my ear holes? Yeah. It's just like, hey, I'm just trying to, you know, spray this aerosol can so I can buy another one and then spray it. Uh, are you sure reef, though that's not, well maybe that's just a western hemisphere phenomena maybe in australia with their willowonks and billabongs and wagajugas you know they maybe <laughs> yeah. maybe the boomerangs every, boomerang, everyone in australia was a member of parliament funkadelic <laughs> yeah yep. their parliament uh, actually is parliament <laughs> funkadelic yeah so maybe maybe points. maybe if you're over there in like New Zealand or Australia, maybe they're more vocal about it because you know they're real far from rainforests there. Um, uh, when I when I searched coral reef spokesman, I did not find any lovable cartoon characters that were speaking out. So. Which would you rather throw a party at, like on a pontoon, uh, a glass bottom pontoon boat at the coral reef, and you have access to scuba gear, or uh, a rockin' party in the middle of the rainforest. Well, how about how about um, this? Let's kick it up another level. You are in Disney World. Would you rather eat at the Rainforest Cafe? That is or... not kicking it up another level. <laughs> that is just changing the topic entirely. Let me just completely the rainforest cafe. The Let me kick it up another level <laughs> the by asking seas. question I prefer. <laughs> uh, I've never been to any of the Disney, so I wouldn't know. Oh, wow. Um... Wait, I can say though that in the rainforest, maybe you're you're gonna be you know harassed by mosquitoes the whole time, but you know it's getting steamy in there. You know, you know, folks are just gonna get wet and wild. Um, whereas with the coral reef, if people get too wet and wild and start stomping around and stuff, you're gonna break the bottom and then. You know, you're gonna have to like you you made a deposit on that thing, That's, and nobody's you know. Nobody else is bringing cash. Yeah, you got to bring that back in like now, two hours anyway. Would you rather be killed in the most indignant way by having a little poison dart frog jump on you and get poison on you? Or would you rather be stabbed to death by stingrays at the... Uh, the oh, I know a lot heroic figures have died of stingrays before. I know so at least one. then I would be part... A heroic figure has died <laughs> of stingrays before. So at least I'd be part of, you know, like a tradition. Whereas, you know, poison frogs are the, the stuff of, of father-son comedies a la Jungle to Jungle. <laughs> and I don't know if I want to associate myself with that. 
Well, what's what's the although we can all agree much? that the the Big Apple is the scariest jungle of all. <laughs> of course. Uh, what's the ugliest animal in each of these scenarios? Because I can think of some real ugly bottom feeding fish that are just sucking up dirt. Just don't even care, you know, what their appearance is like. They're not going to the gym. I, I don't really say think that there are any ugly jungle animals. They're the cassaway bird. It's that that big black bird with the like baboon turkey face. Oh, the the bird in in up. Yeah, it's got it's not the thing in up, but it's a real bird, and it's got like a a a, a horn thing on its head, and its face is blue, and they make an obnoxious noise, and they're they're pretty. Oh, hideous. gross! Yeah, they're awful. Oh, I'm looking at pictures here. This is not this is not a good scenario. Yeah, they can actually like really, really mess you up. Uh, I don't like that at all. I'd prefer to live in a world where that didn't exist. All right, we need to take a vote on this, Jordan. Which way are you leaning? Um, I'm leaning towards the the coral reef because I'm a lazy individual, and it sounds like a lot of work to save the rainforest. Whereas with the coral reef, it's like you know, it's a lot easier to regrow a coral reef than it is to regrow a rainforest. You just gotta just rope off some area and dump a bunch of bunch of garbage down there, and then <laughs> coral grows on it. So, except don't don't throw any um, six pack uh, connectors down there because you know dolphins are gonna get their nose. Yeah, they cut, don't even cut don't those even things first. Anymore. What? No, they still. Uh, how do you only, connect six packs then? Only on cheap sodas. <laughs> no, I've definitely seen it on crappy beer. Maybe because you're a New Yorker and they don't. That's care right. About the we don't care about anything. We're New York. So which are you going with, Kevin? <sighs> uh, mm, I'm going with. I'm going with the coral reef because I've already seen the Jungle Book. I would love to see the coral reef book. Where it's basically just you know it's a little it's a little human and he's swimming around and he's getting told the ways of the world by a big old you know puffer fish or something I don't know you know it writes itself. <laughs> and I am going to go ahead and go with coral reef because all all you need is an inner tube and that it's essentially just like. A lazy river minus the the river. It's just gonna be like, look at this clear water and all these pretty things. I'm gonna, I'm gonna drink a beer and lie around and, I don't know, probably pee in the ecosystem. But you know, it won't mind. Nobody needs to know. I found this really crazy, ugly uh, rainforest monkey called an eye eye. And, oh uh, no, those things are great. Look at its hands. Look at its eyes. I didn't say it wasn't terrifying, but they're great. All right. Our, so, Joffrey, next time you have to choose between coral reefs or rainforests, just go ahead with those coral reefs. They're they're it's, it's a paradise of color and life and all kinds of things. So thank you so much. Our next question comes to us from Russian correspondent Tolya, who wants to know, Nike versus Adidas. Go. Which is superior? Well, Adidas. Let's look at the names. Nike, named after the Greek goddess of victory. 
Adidas named after founder Addy Dassler. And <laughs> backronym. Wait, was his last name Dazzler? No, Dassler. But you could easily turn it into Dazzler. It's you probably people the ger- called him Dazzler. It's the German equivalent of Dazzler. Dazzler. He's just he's just running through fields of poppies with his running shoes. And, uh, and they they backronymed it into All Day I Dream About Sports or soccer oh, wow. or salami. Ooh, okay, all right. That's a big plus of of Adidas then, because you can turn that acronym into anything you want that starts with an S. Um, <laughs> So it's like, oh, do you like uh, spying? Do you like (laughs) spies? Oh, all day I dream about spies. Nice one. Uh, All all day. Glad glad you took the the extra effort to come up with that gem. (laughs) All day I dream about Spanglish, the movie. Oh, man. Oh, gosh, that movie is awful, by the way. You know what I love? I love Adam Sandler movies that uh, he's not doing comedy in. Uh, Uh. Wait, wasn't that Funny People? Uh, he was still funny in Funny People. He was just dying of cancer. That's hilarious, by the way. Uh, but anyways, let's. How about we look at uh, how about we look at corporate logos? Nike, you got that that swoosh. Very Adidas. recognizable. Adidas, you have three stripes that are kind of angled like a mountain, kind of. I don't know. <laughs> um, no, but that's again. It's customizable. Is that a mountain? Is it a stairmaster? It could be anything that's really an inc- an inclined plane. It's one of the simple machines. That is one of the simplest machines. But you've like I think a lot of what comes down to is the kind of activities that they they associate themselves with predominantly. Like, would you rather hang out with basketball players? Or would you rather hang out with soccer players? Or more likely than soccer players, people who don't actually play soccer, but just kind of like how the shoes look and feel. See, but if I'm hanging out with soccer players, if I like accidentally bump into one of them, they're going to fall over and pretend like I broke their ribs. And yeah, that's going to get you really know, annoying. And you know somebody's going to like, you know, jump out of the, the alleyway and throw a red card at you or something. Exactly. And I, I don't want to be on the books. I can't be on those books. Don't put me in that. Don't put my name in there. I can't handle that kind of stress. Whereas, you know, basketball players, I don't, do they even call fouls in basketball anymore? I don't think so. I think oh, they're done with all that. the time. No, it's it's turned no, into we're a, done with that. it's turned into more or less a free for all. I mean, have you seen like the spiked elbow pads that those guys are wearing? It's <laughs> pretty intimidating. I mean, it I can understand lot. why some guys wear those goggly things. It got a lot better when they added trampolines. That's true. I mean, they were on their way when Nike came out with those um, basketball moon bounce shoes. That was a step in the right direction. But I think switching the uh, the whole court to one big trampoline was the the right way to go. Because then you can like you can you can launch other players on your team if you jump and land slightly before them. I'm gonna throw a word out at you. Yes. And it's gonna be a couple of words. Air Max Two. I'm going to throw some more words at you, Kevin. Uh, Let's talk about spokesmen, basketball playing spokesmen for both of these companies. Uh, With Adidas, you have uh, uh, Derek Rose of the Chicago Bulls. And with Nike, you have LeBron James. Oh, well, come on. Oh, so the worst human being in the history of human beings or that guy who I don't know. Derek, what's his face? Derek Jeter? 
Yeah, Derek Jeter. Oh no, he's pretty up there too. He's actually a he's an awful person as well. So, um, not as bad as A. Roy though. A. Roy. Uh, <laughs> hey, that's right. <relevant>. <laughs> um. Oh, but okay. Cricket is associated with Adidas. And I don't know about you guys, but cricket is a strange and exotic sport to me. Well, crikey, I love cricket. <laughs> you know, it's all British, and there's a bunch of tea and stuff. I, 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 I like that mystery. The mystery of tea? What is yeah. in tea, anyway? What, what is that? I mean, it's water and other stuff, but what's the other stuff? Mm, it's, I don't know, but, like, do you want to support the, the shoe of the Germans... Or the the shoe that steals from the Greeks. The the Uber shoe. <laughs> yes. Wait, Adidas is is German. Yes, it's very German. The right? one true pure white shoe. <laughs> the, yeah. The the Volk shoe. We ignore the stripes, the other colored stripes. Volkshuben. <laughs> Rudolph Dazzler. <laughs> I can't. I can't get over that. Uh Oh, Dazzy. DJ Dazzy Jeff. It's Adolf. Adolf Dazzler. What? Adolf. Addy. Addy Dazzler. Oh. um, How about that? (laughs) (laughs) All right. So he's uh, probably the best Adolf ever, right? No, there uh, there was also the other son was Rudy. Rudolph Dazzler. There was two of them. There were two of them. All right, let's go ahead and take a vote on this one. Kevin, which are you going to go with? Uh, I think I got to go with Nike because they were not involved in any fa- fashion with World War II. But, Kevin, you just and... voted for LeBron James. How do you feel? Oh, crap. Um, That's how he gets you. That's how he gets all his fans. <laughs> hey, do you hate Nazis? Well, it's either Nazis or me, so make your choice. Um, dang it. Um, what about Asics? How are they doing? Oh, your dogs hate Asics. My, my dogs just do not like Asics. Oh, uh, why would you bring those up? That's a they're, Japanese company. They're made by, I don't even know who makes Asics. Uh, Japan. And I am going to go ahead and go with Nike because, you know, I I love the b-ball. I love the b-ballers. And I just I just can't get behind those those Adidas soccer shoes because they have a weird thing going on with the insole and it, it makes my feet hurt. Jordan? Well, if, if my dogs stop barking, um, I will cast the deciding vote. Wait, or did you both vote for Nike? We both voted for Nike. Then I will cast the dissenting vote uh, for Adidas. Because, I don't know. Uh, In 2012, Adidas posted on their Facebook page a picture of shoes containing shackles. People (laughs) didn't really like that so much. But I have just discovered that Asics make shoes specifically for a, a sport that I've never heard of called Korfball. <laughs> what is that? Oh, uh, we need to know about that. What is that right now? Well, 
before I had known that this was an actual sport, I had thought it was a rough uh, his, uh, Spanish slanted English way of saying curveball for baseball. Um, but apparently, corfball is a mixed gender team sport <laughs> with similarities to netball and said. basketball. That does sound pretty sweet. I'm going to have to get some corfball shoes. That would be but great. Your team to... needs four female members and four male members. Oh, um, gender this equality. hot. Yeah. yeah no, you're shining gender equality is hot. Of each. This actually looks rather fascinating. Uh, so Maybe yeah. that'll be the sport I get into in 2013. And the I, then I can tell everybody. They're like, oh, sweet shoes. They're like, yeah, they're corfball shoes. It's, it's popular in three countries. Netherlands, Belgium, and Taiwan. <laughs> uh, the, th- the three sister countries in all things the, the triforce of corfdom oh corfball the, s- the sport of kings wow it was actually played at the summer olympics one year what wait which one uh the one that was in amsterdam so it was probably a uh example whatever they they occasionally do that all right so thank you so much for your question tolia and next time you have to choose between nike and adidas Go ahead with Nike, but seriously consider getting a corfball league going. Russia is so ready for it. It's and primed for the corfball. <laughs> and who better to bring it than you? Our next question, actually, Jordan, this is a question that you had brought up that you really wanted to discuss this week. It was something you were very passionate about. You sent me an impassioned late night text requesting Actually, it was it. midday. Midday text. <laughs> A passionate midday text. A passionate, passionate lunchtime text. That's when Jordan is at his most passionate. It's like just after he's eaten lunch and he's ready to roll. And what is the question? Uh, The question is this. Uh, Some background on the question. I was at work uh, not doing work. and uh, Sorry, Jordan's bosses. We know you love this podcast. Checking out the the interesting Wikipedia section of wikipedia um do they have an article on the most interesting articles they do actually (laughs) um but one of the suggestions was for toilet paper orientation which i found quite now is that about like you know is a toilet paper's orientation decided at birth or is it more of like a nurture type thing it's no actually, it's like it's, i prefer widescreen well, toilet paper as it's decided to at birth if the birth of toilet paper is uh taking it out of the toilet paper packaging and sliding it onto a toilet paper holder um so if you consider that the birth of toilet paper then yes it's decided at birth uh toilet paper orientation is whether when you have the toilet paper uh hanging on the toilet paper holder is the paper running over the top uh oh yeah overhand or underhand or is it going under around the back and then out oh only only cowardly uh swedes go underhand and that that's the thing apparently if you uh read check check out this wikipedia article it's actually very long and very interesting it's Toilet paper. All right, those orient- those two things do not go together. <laughs> those three things. Toilet Very paper long orientation. article about toilet paper that's interesting. No, nope. yeah. whoops. Yeah, it's toilet paper orientation, and apparently you didn't, you people, didn't send it to me. I don't get. I didn't get it. People, I I missed toilet paper orientation in college, and I still wish that I had. You know, I had shown up. I was kind of at sea for that's, most. That's of the my one where they tell you be careful career. who you share toilet paper with. 
people have apparently incredibly strong opinions going either way, and there's actually strong opinions st- on the internet. <laughs> there's there's lots of actual statistical research uh, looking into it because apparently it's a good social experiment to because it's something that everyone is an expert on and has an opinion on. Now let's go ahead and get our opinions out there before you drop some of those knowledge bombs on us. We can we can go over the the genuine arguments uh, for both. Uh, see if we disagree. This is what Wikipedia has is, has listed. Over redis- reduces the risk of accidentally brushing the wall or cabinet with one's knuckles, potentially transferring grime and germs. So it's more hygienic. How, how much how much grime and germs do you have on your knuckles? <laughs> well, you, how, if you're real bad going in there with that, if paper. you are real bad at wiping your butt while pooping, then. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's feasible. No, it's it's for the people that that had to fix the plumbing before they were able to take a poop. So are you shoot, saying that if you're in a public up. bathroom, you don't know what's been on those walls? That's so you don't want to you don't want to brush your knuckles. Let's see. Okay. Over makes it easier to visually locate and grasp the loose end. I'd say that's true. I'd say over, that's true. You, over there's gives, no feeling around. Over gives hotels, cruise ships, office buildings, public places, and homeowners with guest bathrooms the op- the option to fold over the last sheet to show that the room has been cleaned. So you get fancy toilet paper origami. People do that? Oh, yeah. Well, Tyler, you're poor, simple folks, so you've never been to a rich person hotel. But, yes. I mean, we usually that. just go to the we usually just go to the outhouse back, the back old, in the woods. The old Motel 6 outhouse. And uh, over is generally the intended direction of viewing for the manufacturer's branding, so patterned toilet paper looks better this way. If you ever get toilet paper that isn't just white, I don't know why you would spend more for that, but if you if you really are that hateful and want to get some Barack Obama toilet paper, I guess you would need to install it over, or else his face would be upside down. Not dollar print. Dollar print all the way. Oh, that does sound good. I would like to wipe my butt with some dollar bills. Dollar print toilet Can I get that? Is that a thing? No, I hope I not. I guarantee it is. I hope not. I 100% guarantee it is. So that's, that's, the, that's the arguments for over. Let's go to under now. Under provides a tidier appearance in that the loose end can be hidden from view. Okay. Uh, under reduces the risk that a toddler or a house pet, such as a dog or cat, will completely unroll the toilet paper when bagging at the roll. I was going to do that one because it is it is a lot of fun to spin that roll around <laughs> while you're in there, and you don't want it to be causing a mess. You also, you know, you it's you know, you come in there and you're getting a little you're getting a little stompy on the way out of the shower or. Or the way into the toilet. Maybe it's been a long night. Maybe you've had a lot of adult chocolate milk. Uh, you don't want to. You don't want to risk, you know, making a mess that you're going to be even, you know, either too wet or too um, drunk out of your mind to clean up. In my opinion, I don't know. It just seems like so much extra work to go under because you got to reach all the way under there, and you know you're not going to grab it right away. You're going to have to fumble around. That's like. An extra minute of your day. I definitely agree. And if you are going to do that, make that nice origami crane. It's going <laughs> to be it's going to be ha- it's going to be harder to have a perching on top. Right. 
Apparently. Well, and also, like you said, I'm very concerned about which way the manufacturer intended it to be. You know, I'm all about the artist's original intention. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I don't want to go against the manufacturer's wishes. Now, is and, that the manufacturer of the toilet paper or the manufacturer of the the ring holder? Uh, I don't know, but both. I wanted. I don't. I don't want to piss off either of them. Or poop off in this circumstance. Now, uh, apparently... Hey, oh, uh, potty humor. A, a therapist and Cottonelle consultant... Uh, in Cottonelle? No, Cottonelle. Cottonelle, the toilet paper manufacturer. Okay. They apparently... She has the viewpoint that your opinion on this uh, reflects some of your personality traits. So Ooh, if you okay. if you roll over, you like taking charge, crave yeah. organization, and are likely to overachieve. If you roll under, you are laid back, dependable, and seek relationships with strong foundations. And if which, you don't... <laughs> which, one, which one means I will have success in the next week? If you don't care as long as it's there, you aim to minimize conflict, value flexibility... And like putting yourself in new situations. And you're an oaf. What if you Pick just... Pick a side. We're at war. What if you just take Kleenexes because they're they're softer and more fragrant? Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, um, man. You see... We just, uh, we just sort of slid into this question, by the way. There was really no <laughs> defining moment at which we started... It's just we just sort of sort of found ourselves debating this. Uh, I really, honestly, am. I'm gonna have to say over because it just makes more sense. Like the the role is closer to you. Like just how if I'm in a public bathroom and it's you know parallel, I'm always gonna want the the piece to be you know facing towards me, as opposed to facing away because I don't want to search around in you know one of those wheel multiple uh revolver toilet paper holding things to get stuff who knows what people have put in there i want it to be evident fully evident see that's that's interesting because tyler being the poor person you are uh there's been <laughs> there's been studies on uh your it's economic- really sticking it to him your economic background uh, can affect how you feel about this. Apparently, 60% of those who earn $50,000 or more prefer it to be over, and 73% of those who earn less than $20,000 prefer under. Well, that's because the people well, who maybe prefer I just it over take. take charge people. They're the ones who are making the wheels turn and the, being the, <laughs> the big you know, bosses and upper middle managers. The the guy who conducted the survey was asked, "What does that prove?" And he responded, "I don't know, but it's sure interesting." <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think we need to take a vote on this. We have heard either side of the argument. It is time to put our money where our toilet paper is, which I will be doing as soon as this podcast is done, and I find that money print toilet paper. I'm I'm sticking with over. Because I think it makes more sense. Yeah, maybe drunk Tyler is going to cause a bit of a mess. But, you know, I'm going to learn from it. And I would much rather, you know, not have to be doing searching than not have to worry about getting 
toilet paper places. It rolls right back on. Uh, I am also an over. Um, I don't have anything against unders. I do view it as wrong if I go into a bathroom and I notice that it's under. I might, I think I have in my lifetime actually changed people's no, toilet paper. No, no, I was flipped just going to make this point. <laughs> I no. have flipped it over. Would you say that overs have layers? <laughs> They're like onions. Look, I, I, I am an over, <laughs> and I will never not be an over, but I am choosing under for this debate just because... According to, and this is a real place, the Cottonell College of Freshness Knowledge, uh, <laughs> overs are 74% more likely than unders to be, oh, sorry, uh, are uh, are 27% more likely than unders to flip the direction of toilet paper at a friend's home. Don't do that. You are, a, like... There is no quicker way on the road to psychopath them than to go into your friend's house and be like, no, this is a crime against humanity. And I don't care how good of friends we are. I have to pull you out of this spiral of, of deceit and evil. So everyone, next time you're on the toilet and need some literature, bring up the article on your phone. And go ahead and figure out whether you are an over person or an under person. But as far as this podcast, we're over it. We're, we're way over it. We're already done with it. So thank you so much, Jordan, for that for that intellectual break. And for you, the more you bomb. know. Bee, bee, bee. Our next question comes to us from... Jen Mann, who wants to know Batman versus a horde of Beyonce's. Go. <laughs> who Whoa, would well, win? The Dark is... Knight or <laughs> Sasha Fierce? Didn't they, hold on, didn't they already make a comic that dealt with this? Batman Beyonce? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's it's where Batman has grown too old to crime fight, so he has to train Beyonce to pick up his mantle and, you know, fight the the Joker 2000. Oh man, I would I would watch that every day of my I life. Would, oh gosh, that would be terrible. Um Well, has in in this scenario, I guess we can assume that Beyonce has become Catwoman, so there's like a thousand million Catwomen. I think that Beyonce has surpassed Catwoman as far as um as uh, muscle strength, as far as flexibility. Um, uh, you know she's got those powerful pipes, and if she's if she is, you know, coordinating with a horde of Beyonces, which you know she can do, you know that they can they can coordinate those dance moves and those battles. Oh shoot, you're right. They're going to be able to they're going to be able to combine their voices into right. like. A piercing shriek that's going to give Batman vertigo. Oh, so you think this is um, this is going to be like a, a Dragon Ball Z type scenario where it's a thousand the the voice of a thousand Beyonces charging up their Super Saiyan powers? Yeah, that or Naruto. She's basically we, made a bunch of shadow clones of herself. Can we make a? Can we attach a numerical quantity to the term horde? 
Let's find out if there is a numerical well, quantity. Now, I'm already. Let's I'm say already over nine thousand. Uh, apparently, right. in the video game Ivoni, which I have no knowledge of, but okay, uh, in that it's Continue. between a hundred and two hundred and forty-nine. That's okay. Reasonable. I feel like a horde is more than that, though. Uh, on Wiki Answers, somebody asked how many in a horde, and the answer was five to ten zombies. Um, no, I feel like I'm it's in the say... thou- It's got to be three di- or four digits. Four digits in a horde? No. Yeah. No. What is that then? Is that a mob? If I saw is that a if, host? That is an army. That is that is that is a full fledged army. I found army. a cha-cha. I'd say that a yeah, a cha cha. What does cha cha say? Oh, you don't remember cha cha? No, I do remember, but what does it say? Is oh, okay. Uh, a horde is a large group, multitude, number, etc., a mass or crowd. Um, a or conversely, a tribe or troop of Asian nomads. Yeah, that's, is it, is it that's possible? Not how many are in? I'm gonna is say it, two hundo. Let's go with two hundo. Is it that possible like though horde. that this horde of Beyonces are also Asian nomads? Um, oh no! Oh no! She's the successor to the Khan. Yeah, she. Is, she... It, this is also the horde that is referred to in World of Warcraft. Little known fact: <laughs> you have the choice of between playing an elf, a dwarf, a human, or Beyonce. Okay, so this is Beyonce with a hive mind. And the strategic component and, and ability of Genghis Khan. That is terrifying. But Batman probably has close to infinite amount of time to plan. And yeah. Batman always wins. Yeah, he, because he is the world's greatest detective. He doesn't have Beyonce repellent in that bat belt, though. Ooh, wait a second, though. Chances but are... he has rings. There, there is something that Batman <laughs> could not have accounted for. Do you get it, Kevin? Uh, <laughs> yes. I he can it. put a ring on it. Yes. <laughs> oh. oh, and that would disarm them. That's yes. true. They would be satiated then at that point. Yeah, then they just go and play with them. Um, then, they, then they settle poison, down and have... Poison ivies. Okay. Uh, they settle down and ivy. have babies named after colors. Provide... <laughs> Colors, and, Colors plants. and plants, yeah. So provided that he can isolate them and kind of, you know, get them separated, he can put individual rings on each one and take them out. Here's the thing, though. If the Super Bowl halftime show taught us anything, it's that Beyonce, on a whim, can have two other members of Destiny's Child emerge fully formed from two of her ribs. In addition to a <laughs> on entire, the stage at any time. In addition to an entire army of women dressed in the same clothes that she has. Yeah. So you know she's there's going to be two hundred of her. She's going to su- each of them summons two Destiny's Child clones. That is a lot. <laughs> and then you're going to have you know. A uh, whole bunch, of, a whole horde of backup dancers and an all-female band, and you know one of those girls is gonna have a guitar that shoots out fireworks from <laughs> from two of the ends, which was which was admittedly the the tightrope jumper moment of of this year's Super Bowl. But in the in the spirit of Andre the Giant has a posse, Batman fans, you know. Comic book nerds are going to be way more passionate about helping out Batman than Beyonce fans are about it. Because all the Beyonce fans are just guys who are like, oh, she's so hot. Or, you know, girls who are like, oh, she speaks to me as an independent woman. Neither of them are as rabid about 
their hobby. But Kevin, have you considered the fact that the Beyonce's could easily beguile all the Batman fans because they're all virgins? Yeah, if anything, if anything, they're going to be stupefied because their their kryptonite is strong, independent women. I, I see. I don't know though. You don't I, need I no man. They don't. I think that they're so, you know, lacking in social grace that the you know the the choreographed and well concerted moves of Beyonce are going to be lost on them. They won't. They would be like, I don't. I don't understand this because it's not Code Red Mountain Dew or, or Cool Ranch Doritos. That's the thing, though. It is going to be lost on them. They aren't going to realize that you know those those that crumping that she's doing, those those vigorous um, thigh flexes. Oh uh, yeah. You know that thrusts. is that that is that is a warning. That is a sign that like, hello, sir. I could I could break your windpipe between my my. <laughs> red oak mammoth legs um he's just gonna see it and be like she's she's just dancey i can take out a dancey person and they're like oh wait no this now this breakdance move is a flying kick to your face beyonce breakdances right well, yeah i'm pretty sure that's what I, I i i assume that she knows every every dance style i don't know though. Like, that's Could... part of that's part of her origin story right can batman design some sort of technology that would make his dance moves equal Beyonce's. I think yes. I think given enough time to train, yeah, he could. Oh, yeah, Liam Neeson will train him in those dance moves. Deception. And also, he has... Beyonce may have a horde, but they're unarmed. Because you know there's no place to hide like any kind of weapons or gadgets in that tight, 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 tight uh, form-fitting clothing. Right. Um, whereas Batman, he's going to have that utility belt. Like, he's going to be able to, like, shoot an oil slick across the stage. Uh-oh. There goes your dance moves. Uh, yeah. And let's not forget, I... he will have as much time as he wants to plan because he can just shoot up to the, that roof of that Superdome, hang out up there while he tries to come up with a plan. What are the Beyonce's going to do about it? They're I not think gonna, I, they're not going to form one of those cool Spanish giant human pyramids to go up and reach him. I imagine. think they are. I think they are coordinated enough to do that. Yeah, like in that Brad Pitt zombie movie. They're just going to pile up to the ceiling. World, World War Z? Where Brad Pitt fought yeah, World War 200 Z, Beyonce. Which is a terrible title, by the way. Who thought that was a good idea? Max Brooks. Um, Mel Brooks. Supposedly son. it's a good book. Looks like a terrible movie, but... All right, so you know what's you know it's gonna be a problem though. There, there is only one Beyonce, <laughs> and there can only be one Beyonce because if you have a horde of them, you know they're all gonna be fighting for the limelight. Do you really think they're gonna be able Ooh. to focus their energy on taking down Batman and not you know not one upping each other? I'm thinking there might be a Beyonce revolution on our hands. Oh, a a revolution! No, I was trying to come up with a portmanteau. Uh, yeah, you can't do that. It didn't really I, work. Yeah, no. B a uh, b. Nope. There's nothing good. Nope. Nothing good there. You can dig all you want. Um. Oh, a Beyonce apocalypse. Ah, uh, that's it. Yeah, that would be. Yep. It. 
Ah, uh, there it is. Um, yeah, that's what we have in store. Clearly. I think you're yeah, absolutely, because all of oh my gosh, all of that independence and all of that uh, fantastic you know moves that's all going to implode. All all dance, all sexiness, it's all going to be gone. The world will be devoid of it, and then Batman is just going to be awesome. Because... Well, Kevin, <laughs> because the only thing cooler than Batman, Kevin, is dance, it will only so right. side of the seem, way. It will only seem like the world is void of it, but Justin Timberlake will survive, and he will bring sexy back. Ooh, that's true. That's true. That is within his power. <laughs> that's really his only power. All right, we need to take a vote on this. Jordan, what you going with? Uh, my elaborate closing argument was actually going to be the Highlander one that you stole from me. So uh, I'm going. I'm just going with Batman because he'll he'll figure it out. He'll put a ring on it. Also, I, I don't know how many are there. An infinite amount of Jay Zs in this scenario, or is there just one? I don't know. There's just there's just one Hova. Um. So, so is you know they're gonna be fighting over in this him scenario too. that Jay Z is Batman. I think that is that is inevitable. Oh man, that that's that the only explanation. The yeah, yeah. Because he, you know, there just there are too many of them. He has to to weed them down to one. Well, because Gotham was supposed to take place in New York, right? The, Gotham right. was supposed to be New York, and he's in that Empire State of Mind. Exactly. He is and New I'm, York's oh, protector. We might be onto something, gentlemen. Oh shoot! I think also Jay Z's parents were were killed by a nameless thief. So that's probably it. That's and oh, and he has all those rap songs about the boundless rage for the injustice and you know crime of humanity, and how mm. he's going to solve it one day. That is and very he, true. And how he has a British butler. He's always talking about all those things. Yeah, no, this is this is good stuff. Also, Steve Miller is the Joker because he said so in that one song. Oh, oh, and oh, this all makes sense because uh, Kenny Rogers is the gambler. Right. <laughs> Who is that's not a villain? No, but he's still Riddler. the gambler. But <laughs> um, <laughs> like riddle, gamble, it's like the same thing, right? Like I hey, solve this gamble for me. Solve I'm also gonna me. go with Batman because, you know, no amount of dance dance training is gonna, you know, is gonna is gonna work that jealousy out of Beyonce's system. You know, she's there can there can only be one. And it's it's just gonna get real bloody, and Batman's gonna you know be doing the Mister Burns with his fingers the whole time, knowing that it went exactly as planned. Um, did I vote? Oh. No, you didn't. I'm. <laughs> Would you like to? I'm voting for Batman because I guarantee you, Alfred is gonna be able to tip him off to all those dance moves with some kind of anecdote from his past, like when I was a backup dancer for Beyonce in Burma, we had to stop. <laughs> All these bandits from stealing all her dance moves. And then we burned down a forest and everybody died. Wow, that, Alfred, Alfred, that doesn't seem like a very uh, effective means of recovering uh, the dance moves. Sometimes you just have to break a few legs. Isn't there, isn't there an easier way, Alfred? Why do we fall down, Master Bruce? <laughs> Why do we dance? So we can dance dance? ourselves back up again. (laughs) Uh, The first step is the hip thrust. The second is the pledge. All right. So thank you. 
<laughs> Thank you so much for your question, Jen. And next time, you have to choose between that that Yonsei, that Yon, that Sasha, that Beyong. Say <laughs> what is happening right now? That that. That I promised knows. your parents I would teach you how to doggie. And I haven't. Oh, please don't, uh, Batman. How, how long were you working on that, Jordan? Was it the entire time that Tyler was fumbling through Beyonce's name? Uh, no, I had it ready, but I thought Tyler was just not... Not going to finish. Not going to finish. No. So I decided to cut it off. Just go for it, yeah. It's those yeah, those times in the... You just got to go for it. You got to so be yeah, an Beyonce over, over toilet paper roll. You got to take charge. Let's roll this podcast up like a roll of toilet paper. Yeah, So th- use it. So thank you so much for joining us. Uh, if you would like to send a question into the show, you can send it to Ninjas Versus Podcast. That's versus VS, no period podcast at gmail.com we take your questions there and we also take them on facebook.com slash ninjas versus podcast jordan please don't wave your hands around like that i cannot focus uh we take them on the facebook page and uh we chat and we post videos and images and all kinds of fun stuff there we love interacting with you so come come check us out uh and we also have a twitter where you can tweet at Ninjas versus Podcast or use the MVP hashtag. Jordan, do we have a tweet of the week? Um, have no listener tweet of the week, but let's do. I think we're gonna add. I'm just gonna say that from here on out, we are gonna have a cheerleader tweet of the week, <laughs> as well as our regular tweet of the week. Uh, yeah. So no, no regular tweet of the week, but uh, our our cheerleading tweet of the week is from. Carla De La Cruz, who says, no, this is not my usual outfit for schools. Hashtag spirit week. Hashtag MVP. Uh, she goes to multiple schools. Actually, no. Bailey Keel also uh, tweets that she is sporting this green, single and ready to mingle. Hashtag MVP. Hashtag states week. No, yeah, that's great. Because yeah. we all three of us are single and ready to mingle. And yeah. also, we all, we love all three of us have some pretty full beards going on right now. It's beard season here on Ninjas vs. Podcast, which uh, equates to love season. For Kevin, it's always beard season, so it's always love season. Speaking I'm so lonely. Of please. This, the please. season of love. Our next week's episode is going to be our Valentine's Day episode. Our VT episode. So please send your love. Our VD episode? Hopefully (laughs) not. Please send your love-related questions to the show. We will make sure that it is a very romantic and not at all um, estranging and terrifying episode of this podcast. You have a We will be recording that episode. All of us will take a candle and light it and keep it near us uh, for the ambiance. And we'll just kind of like rest it on on our backs and chests. And when the, the when the wax is melted down to the bottom, that's that's when we know to finish the podcast. <laughs> you know what? Just just pledge right now to the one you love that you're gonna on on the Valentine's Day. You're gonna listen to this episode together, and it's gonna bring you closer than you ever were before. Yeah, because there's no better gift to a loved one. <laughs> 
Then three dudes, then elaborate three discussions dudes. of uh, whether you should roll over or under your toilet paper. Actually, she probably has strong opinions about that because man, yeah, you, you should. Just, you you should been... probably have that discussion with her before you get married. Ooh, You've just yeah, been piling important. paper towels on the windowsill, <laughs> really, guy. Come on, go ahead and commit. Like it's. it's Why would time. you use paper towels? It's they're so, so coarse. Yeah, that would of that course, would clog your toilet. It would be awful, so and it would clog your toilet. Uh, we also have <laughs> our RSS front where you can stream and uh, check out the banner images that we select for each episode they're pretty fun at ninjas versus podcast dot eric Tribio, that's e-r-i-c-t-o-r-i-b-i-o dot com and you can also check out the awesome spam comments that we get on our episodes our spam comment of the week comes to us from mind matter on warriorforum.com slash mind warriors success power self crazy at hotmail.com who commented on episode 10 four score and 20 drinks ago hiya i'm really glad i found this info today bloggers publish only about gossips and internet and this is actually frustrating a good website with interesting content this is what i need thanks for keeping this site i'll be visiting it do you do newsletters can't find it so we really Kevin, I believe available. you are responsible for the MVP newsletter. Oh, yeah, Kevin. Why, why have you been uh, dropping the ball with our weekly newsletter? I'm still looking for zine publishers, so uh, <laughs> we're still still working on that. Um, another thing, uh, I am going to be guest hosting this week on episode three of Bonfire Side Chat. That is a video game podcast all about the game Dark Souls on the PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360 3 3 City 3 City systems <laughs> and um if you're a fan of that game then you can go ahead and check it out uh it's going to be fun i'm going to read some some awesome dark souls fan fiction it'll be it'll be a hoot and a half i don't know if that'll be on the real episode of the extra episode but we'll see and also I wanted to share a um, an email I got that I think is pretty appropriate for our Valentine's Day episode. Uh, we will go ahead and send a response, um, whatever you guys think is best. Uh, it came to our MVP email from Flora William, who says, My name is Miss Flora. How are you doing today? I hope all is well. I am searching for an understanding person. We'll have trust and faith in each other rather than one who sees love as the only way of fun, but a matured person with nice vision of what the world is all about. I will be very happy to read you reply into my inbox so that I will send my picture to you then can start no more about each other. Thanks for reading my mail and be blessed. Flora, so please reply me. Uh, it's like she stared into my soul. So, guys, do we knew exactly what I do was we thinking. pursue this relationship, or should we we let her down easy? Because well, I know we have three whole female listeners who have probably been pining for a while. I think Kevin is the only one of the three of us who uh, has twenty twenty vision. So mm, that's true. That I, is true. We, uh, on the average, we do not have good vision. I I do put that making. on my my eHarmony profile that I have 2020. I have 2020 vision. Important. Glasses so if, will never get in the way. 
If you have a strong opinion about whether or not Miss Flora is right for our main man Kevbot, go ahead and send it in to ninjasversuspodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Or even better, tweet at ninjasversuspodcast, because Kevin runs that. Yeah, I'll read that. Thank you to our intro song writer, singer, songwriter, performers, Animal Tropical, for the song 20 Miles, and to Sparrows and Crows for our outro, Ultraviolet Bliss. And... Keeping in our Ninjas versus Podcast tradition, our final question is Ninjas versus Ninjas versus Super Bowl halftime performers. Go. Um, ninjas, because most of the Super Bowl halftime performers, all they would have to do, all the ninjas would have to do is wait a like a couple of minutes for them to keel over and die because they're super old. Uh Super Bowl halftime performers. Because they're going to rock the party so hard that the power will go out and the ninjas, I don't know. Actually, no, that's a good reason for the ninjas to win. They operate better in darkness. So Yeah, they don't even know what power is. I'm pretty sure they do. No. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and say with ninjas, because in the same line of thinking as Kevin, all it takes is one nick in Mick Jagger's air tube, and, you know, he's going to be left to dry. So, it's for the oxygen tank tube. Thing. I thought you said Nick and Mick Jagger, like that was his brother. <laughs> Good old Nick and Only Mick. Only takes one. All Nick you gotta and Mick do Jagger. is sep- separate them. Just like I said, you never separate a Nick from his Mick, because uh, <laughs> because you know they just can't they just can't live on their own. They'll pine. They'll pine for the rest of their. Kevin, lives. that was the name of your uh, junior year living uh, situation at Grove City, right? Nick and Mick. What's it? <laughs> That's my that was my uh, '70s sitcom answer to Sanford and Son and Chico and the Man it was Nick and Mick, and it was it was a uh, it was a, a wasp and then a, a Irish Catholic, and they you know they were mismatched roommates, and you know they had all kinds of fun and hijinks. So as ever, thank you for joining us. I'm Tyler. I'm Jordan. I'm Kevin. And until next time. Invest in a squat toilet. <laughs> Do it. You're gonna, you're gonna like, you're gonna like the way you poop. You're gonna guarantee it. Blast those abs and those poops. You're gonna hate everyone who comes to your home. Not only are they gonna be switching your toilet paper around, but also, you know, chances are they haven't had an opportunity to work on their game. So they are gonna grab that grunt bar so hard. Um, having a lady to the home is gonna be a real great. Uh, first conversation. Tired from all oh, that the way you knew. Oh, no, you hooped your ass. You're like, oh. Do you have trouble with that? Um, no, but you can still Let's sit. Let's you know, squat legs. It's just less comfortable. Why would you want to sit in it? We'll soak in because you are clearly aren't comfortable squatting. So sit in it. Okay, done. Tyler, that's genius. Save space. Make a squat toilet, bathtub, shower unit. All in one. (laughs) This is, look, efficiency. The squat toilet is making your life better. That is not what I said. (laughs) Kevin, weren't you the one complaining not three minutes ago about the idea of 
washing your hands in poo water. See, but that's my hands. If I'm doing the old, if I'm doing the old squat thrust shower, I'm gonna have, uh, I'm gonna have the old toilet sandals on, so I'll be good to go.